Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I am your host, the sports historian Lex Anderson, here to talk about Yankee baseball. First game of a three-game set against the Baltimore Orioles. Usually I cover a series at the end and do a recap, but you know what? Last night, the Yankees had a comeback. It ended in walk-off fashion, and ace pitcher Garrett Cole made MLB history. So why not talk about what transpired last night? Down 4-0 to the Baltimore Orioles and Cole struggling. The Yankees fought back to come back and win in walk-off fashion over the Baltimore Orioles. Final score, 6-5 in 10 innings. And the table was set by all rise for the judge, Aaron Judge. Hit a solo shot off of the Baltimore Orioles reliever that tied the game. And then we had the young man, Anthony Volpe, with the sacrifice fly in the 10th. As again, the Yankees rallied for the 6-5 final score victory. It's the first walk-off hit in the young career of of rookie Anthony Volpe. It's the fourth walk-off win for the Yankees who are back in the Bronx after going 6-1 and one on a seven-game road trip. So this is sweet. The Yankees now improved to 15-5 and five over their last 20 games and are 10 games above 500 for the first time this season. Garrett Cole, I'm going to uh, talk about him in a minute. But this was, again, a total team effort win by the Yankees. Bader with a home run in the fourth and tying the score with a sacrifice fly against starter Kyle Bradish when the Yankees had three runs in the fifth. Anthony Rizzo with an RBI double and DJ LeMayu with a run scoring single that made it 4-3. Oh, boy. And then Aaron Judge takes a 0-2 splitter from from closer, excuse me, Felix Batista, and he puts it over the left field fence with one out in the ninth. That's the beauty of Aaron Judge. It was his 14th home run this season and his eighth in the last nine games. Nice. And uh, the Yankees, again, thanks to Volpe, got the winning run against Brian Baker in the 10th. Woo! And it was a beautiful play, you know, beautiful setup. You know, people, for some reason, well, not people, uh, Nationwide Sports Leader, the Foxies, Corporate Shells, MLB Network, they always want to try to vilify the Yankees for always hitting home runs. Well, the Yankees have the nickname Bronx Bombers for one, but the Yankees aren't even in the lead in MLB for most home runs so far this season. Here's how it played out in the 10th. Bader with a slow bouncer advancing the automatic runner, being pinch runner Isaiah Kainafalefa from second to third. Willie Calhoun 
intentionally walked, and then Volpe hits a long fly to center just in front of the warning track as IKF scores without a throw. Beautiful. And then the celebration with Volpe, swarmed by his Yankee teammates who crowded around him, Anthony Rizzo lifting him up in the air, Nesta Cortez tossing bubble gum into the air, and then the beautiful ice bath by Judge and Rizzo as he was being interviewed post-game on the field. And it was a chilly night last night here in New York City, out here in the Bronx. But it was warm because the Yankees got the win. There was even a visit by NBA star Carl Anthony Towns pregame from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, you know, again, Aaron Judge is six foot seven. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns, six foot eleven. The judge gave him one of his bats. That was uh, pretty cool to see. And I did post a couple of pictures on it. You can follow me on uh, TikTok, Sports Opinion Log, and on YouTube at Sports Opinion Log. The Yankees fought back. That's what makes this even more impressive and why I wanted to talk about it because, again, you get the Yankee rally, you get the walk-off, you get ace pitcher Garrett Cole, who struggled making history, which which I'm going to get into right now. He recorded his 2,000th career strikeout in the second inning. He becomes the 88th pitcher in Major League Baseball to hit that mark, but he's the third fastest pitcher in games played to reach the mark. Cole accomplished it in 278 games, trailing only Randy Johnson, 262 games, and Clayton Kershaw, 277 games. Wow. He also became the third fastest to reach the mark in innings pitched, 1,714 and two-thirds inning, trailing only Chris Sale, 1,626 innings, and Pedro Martinez, 1,711 and one-thirds inning. The strikeout came on a 96.9, excuse me, 96.6 mile-per-hour fastball on a 2-2 count against George Mateo, the Baltimore Orioles shortstop. Cole also becomes the seventh pitcher to accomplish this wearing pinstripes, hashtag pinstripe pride. Among active pitchers on MLB rosters, Cole is seventh in career strikeouts behind Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Zach Greinke, Clayton Kershaw, Adam Wainwright, and Chris Sale. That's pretty interesting. Sale definitely racked up a lot of uh, numbers for someone that hasn't played a very long time. But however, back to Cole's performance in regards to the game, he allowed five runs on six hits. He was pulled to start the sixth inning after giving up back-to-back singles. 
and sadly Cole seems to be reverting back to being a home run machine I believe it's his six the six home run he's allowed in his last four games that's not good and he is in the fourth year of a nine-year $324 million contract. <sighs> On my post game, I give Cole props. You know, he talks about his performance. And you know, it's always special when Cole has a dominant game combined with an Aaron Judge home run. Thankfully, it was the bullpen that held it down in the absence of uh, Cole's performance. The Yankee bullpen continues to dominate. Like these guys just put up straight zeros, which allows the Yankee offense to get back into the game. And that's what really matters most. Uh, the win was given to Michael King, who went two innings, zero earned runs with three Ks. Gotta love it. Marinacio, two innings, one hit, no runs. Wandy Peralta, one inning, no runs. The bullpen's doing it in place of <laughs> the pitching or lack of starting pitching. At this point in the season, it has been the Yankees' offense and the bullpen. There was a array of false hope as I was watching the pregame and the Yankees are talking about Carlos Rodon who says he's no longer feeling pain in his back after getting a cortisone shot that was over two weeks ago this man was given six years and 162 million dollars but he couldn't even get out of pitchers and catchers <laughs> he started the season on the injured list with a forearm strain and then as his forearm was healing he was feeling stiffness in what doctors are calling a chronic back issue this man's 30 years old Cashman is a fool He's 30 years old. He's fallen apart before he even steps on the mound for the Yankees. They were talking about how on Tuesday he played catch. He threw 45 times. But there's no plan for him to throw off of a mound. This is crazy. <laughs> It is so aggravating. It's so frustrating. It's so annoying. Rodon himself says, it's hard to put a date on anything. I want to be back as soon as I can. Any way I can help, I want to be pitching. Close quotes. And then, of course, another guy no one wants to ever see again, Josh Donaldson. When will he ever return from his hamstring injury? Nobody knows. But Boone says that when he does return, whenever that'll be, he will be the third baseman 
who will be there every day. Lord. Giancarlo Stanton, they're saying that he's coming closer to returning from his left hamstring strain. But again, no timetable. Even though he was on the field before the game against the Baltimore Orioles. So, you know, the Yankees are just holding it down. Holding it down. That That's all anyone could really ask for. Because I cannot say World Series behind this team, unfortunately. Because it's not a complete team. However, switching over real quick, uh, only because it was like a football number. And I hate both teams. But there's one team I hate even more. And that would be the Toronto Blue Jays crushing <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays 20 to 1. And of course, it's the Tampa Bay Rays that I hate more because they are the dorn in the side of the Yankees. So the Blue Jays stopped the five game losing streak by throttling the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Scoring their last 10 runs off position players. Ouch. That's terrible. They had a 10-0 lead in the fifth. Woo! Good Lord. As a matter of fact, you know what? A game like this, I got to do the proper research and just look into the scoring because the scoring was clearly crazy. And honestly, it looked to be a decent game. Toronto had a run in the first, a run in the third, two in the fourth, six in the fifth, one in the eighth. <laughs> but in the ninth inning, they dropped nine runs. <laughs> Good Lord. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had six RBIs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them being a grand slam. That'll pretty much do it. <laughs> good lord. So, uh, yeah, that's that's good. That's good to see. I might don't get me wrong. I can't stand the Toronto Blue Jays either, but they're not really a threat to the Yankees, unlike the Tampa Bay Rays. So, uh, that's pretty cool. And there's also some good stuff going on. The Baltimore Orioles will be debuting their City Connect uniforms. I have a series on it. Again, TikTok Sports Opinion Log, YouTube Sports Opinion Log. So I, I've got to make the footage on that. They also have some hmm, interesting snazzy socks here too, actually. Very interesting. Uh, I can give a little read about it. The uniform is an all-black look with Baltimore written across the front in a block font inspired by the typeface of the Globe Collection and Press at Maryland Institute College of Art. And in a first for MLB uniforms, the Orioles designed the inside of the jerseys with a colored mosaic design inspired by 
the art culture of this city. Okay. Sounds pretty cool. Got to get my pictures together. Uh, they also will have a hat with a scripted B used from the team's road uniform font. And the same B logo will be on the uniform sleeve on top of the mosaic neighborhood black and gray patterns. Okay. That should be pretty cool to see. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna get my content creation on that. Still trying to get my hands on a City Connect jersey. That would be really great. I'm sure there are people who are gonna probably bash them. Well, a lot of people tend to bash all of the uh, uniforms, these Nike City Connects. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of all of them either, so. <clears throat> like I know that, let me see. Like the Colorado Rockies, kind of looks like a Coors Light, except it's in green. The Chicago White Sox with the south side, you get the black with the white pinstripes. That's cool. Miami Marlins, that's definitely a thing of beauty. You have a nice bright red pinstripe uniform. And the hat is fire too. Uh, Seattle Mariners, that's decent. Plus blue is my favorite color, so you know, I will admit to having a blue bias. Not really a fan of the Mariners fitted hat being uh, an upside down trident, but the color scheme of the blue with the yellow, it's all right. Of course, you know, people don't like the black pants, understandable. Washington Nationals, gray with cherry blossoms, you know, not really a fan. San Diego Padres, now they're fitted head, you got the sea foam, the beautiful outline color accentuating a sunset in the San Diego area. Boston, they definitely stepped out with their yellow and their uh, sky blue being the primary colors. It's decent, but again, I hate Boston, so you know, to hell with Boston and their color scheme, and also to hell with the Houston Astros. But the Space City, the piping, the color scheme, it does work. Texas Rangers, the tops are great, but the black pants just... Maybe if they had stuck with the... The top is a cream color, so if they had stuck with maybe a cream-colored bottom, that would have been great. Arizona Diamondbacks, terrible. Cincinnati Reds, again, the Yankees beat them when they made their debut with it. The Angels, cream color, a lot of red, lettering, piping on the sideline, on the uh, side of the sleeve. I mean, it's okay. Uh, but like, you know, if, first of all, Nike makes everything and Nike wants $300 for an MLB jersey so they can go to hell on the price point. So I can only imagine the markup for a City Connect authentic. The Brewers are terrible. I hate the lettering. San Francisco Giants. 
decent, nothing to write home about. Kansas City Royals, again, it's okay. The Yankees did sweep them when they <laughs> debuted their City Connect jersey. Uh, I like the waterfall, the lettering, it's pretty cool. Not a fan of the fitted, but it's decent. Chicago Cubs, not really a fan. Atlanta Braves. You know, I'll give them love only because they showed love to Hank Aaron, really. Los Angeles Dodgers, it doesn't look like anything special. But yeah, so let me get ready and get this Baltimore Orioles jersey down pat. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Until next time, sports fans nationwide, Lex Anderson, signing out.